Jarek, and you're listening to the Saucer Tribe Podcast with this is Lancel Lannister, and you're listening to the Game of Thrones Minute with Johnny Kilbossa. Hi, I'm Johnny Kilbossi. Johnny Kobasa, and this is the Sausage Hut. Johnny Kobasa on Twitter, Johnny Kobasa rocks on Instagram, johnnykobasa.com. Redo my website, please. Well, into season 69 on the brand new season, coming at you hopefully every Thursday on the Hut, baby. Got a brand new Fallen for Fallout 76 podcast out. After six long months of waiting to get to the pit, we finally made it to the pit, which is a crappy DLC until I'm proven wrong. Had to battle some ugh, just people everywhere, and everybody's too leveled up for me. Gotta waste too much bullets on these guys, and robots, and everything. But it's fun to listen to me complain about it on Fall In for Fallout 70. Thanks, everybody. I got another... I know I've been talking about that Cyberpunk 2022 that I have that finally finishes the main story. We'll probably have that out next week. So let's get to it. In the hut. Bacon Explosion time again. Having a couple people over this weekend. Going to bust out the old Bacon Explosion. I've talked about Bacon Explosion many, many, many times over the years on the Sauce Shut Podcast. And feel free to go back and find them all and talk about the Bacon Explosion. If you haven't made a Bacon Explosion, it's one of the funnest things you can make because you get to handle bacon, you get to handle the sausage, you get to roll it all up in a big girthy, girthy loaf and you cook it to perfection and slice it for all your friends to enjoy. Weaving the bacon is fun. They should teach that in fourth grade crafts class or maybe third grade. Get them started earlier. Get the kids. Uh, you lay down, you lay down your ba- bacon in one direction. And then one by one, you weave the other bacon in the over around and up and down. And then you realize that you forgot one of the belt loops up and down. And then you just got to start back over. And next thing you know, your hands are all greasy, but you feel good. It makes you feel good inside when you weave that bacon. And then that is your artistic canvas that you can add whatever you want to. Now, I like to add a mixture of ground meat with other chunks of meat and or maybe a layer of prosciutto on the outside. But one thing you do, 
Well, one thing you might want to look out for is the salt content. Obviously, you're going to have a ton of sodium with this thing, but I, one of the secrets, one of the things you can do to save yourself some sodium, because you're going to get tons of sodium anyway, but you just want to, you know, you're going to get all the sodium you can possibly imagine. Use low so, lower sodium bacon. I know lower sodium bacon isn't really low sodium, but there's less sodium. You're going to make up for it, believe me. You're going to get so, more salt in the other ingredients that you put in there. Now... If you're vegetarian, obviously, can you try it with veg- with vegan bacon? Probably, but I'm not sure how it cooks. It's all about cooking stuff, and if you put vegetables in it, it kind of what what you really want to stay away from is watery things that are watery because it just kind of makes everything unravel and ooze. Another thing I would love to have is cheese, and sometimes I've I've tried to get cheese into bacon explosions for years for literally 15 years probably i've tried freezing the cheese so it doesn't because the thing about the cheese is once it gets up to a certain point it finds its way out it just oozes out now you can try to make an air airtight seal with the sausage but it it makes its way and what you do if you do lose your sausage (laughs) if you have it in the bottom of a pan or man that is the best sausage or i'm sorry if you yeah, if you lose your cheese in the bacon explosion and it just oozes out, make sure you have something underneath it to catch that because that is the best melted cheese on earth. Cheese that has been seeped in bacon and other various meaty fats. And we're going to do that. Love a bacon explosion. Love making them. You can go a lot of routes with them. The original one was... You put barbecue sauce on it. You can glaze it with butter. You can glaze it with whatever you want to. Glaze it with mayonnaise. Did did some of that. The last time I made it, which was New Year's Eve, that was great. About halfway through, just start glazing it with mayonnaise. And the mayonnaise kind of disappears, doesn't it? It's not like you put mayonnaise on a sandwich. It just kind of becomes one with the bacon explosion and just goes in. Like if you didn't like mayonnaise and i gave you a bacon explosion that was basted in mayonnaise you're not gonna know and you're gonna like it because it gives a little extra flavor that's what we're all talking about today on sauce shut flavor flavor pockets and flavor explosions so another thing i'm gonna make at a little soiree is mark aram's favorite thing pizza cups and i'm sure he's too busy to come to my party but hey we're gonna have a pizza cup for him maybe i'll save one and put it in his mailbox down there where he works on Monday, Monday morning. And when I do pizza cups, I like to make a large variety of pizza cups. I haven't made those in a while. Thanks for the reminder, everybody. What you do is you get yourself some cupcake tins, and then you get those flaky biscuits. I like to use the Pillsbury fake. I know they have other cheaper flaky biscuits, but sometimes you just got to go with the good ones. Spray the crap out of your cupcake tins. And then the original recipe, we just stuff one of the biscuits into each cupcake thing. But really, you want to use half at the most. So peel that, that cupcake in half. Or peel the biscuit, flaky biscuit, layered biscuit in half. And then put those in there and form them around the cupcake. Because you don't want too much bread. It just You're just basically eating a flaky biscuit at that point with just a little bit of filling. You take out half the biscuit... And you're going to have room for more filling. And, and there's still plenty of biscuit to, for it to hold up 
so that's not a problem. Now, I the 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 original pizza cup that I use is a pepperoni sausage cheese mixture. It, it basically anything you want on a pizza. You can really literally put anything you want to into these things because they'll just cook right up. And if you don't like cheese, then eh, they're not as good. But just put whatever you want there in it and put cheese on top of it. Now, one pro secret is when you're making these things, like if you're going to put pizza sauce in your bacon explosion or in your pizza cup, you got to make sure that you mix the pizza sauce in with the ingredients. You can't just have a layer of pizza sauce in the middle of the bacon explosion because when you cook it, it becomes hotter than the surface of the sun that pizza sauce does. So when you bite into it and you you initially get this beautiful burst of deliciousness, but then the <laughs> molten lava temperature of the pizza sauce hits your tongue and it burns your tongue and you are done. You are not tasting anything else for the rest of the night. So just, yeah, that's another thing. Just make sure you yeah, pam the shit out of your pants because you don't want to stick. Even if you have non-stick, non-stick and, and biscuits don't really mix. You, you really have to grease them up pretty well. If you want to use something else besides Pam, you want to put Crisco in them. I don't care. As long as you can get them out without them sticking. And then you just put them on and you put them out there and you can just let them sit there like in a boulangerie. Put them on a shelf of your boulangerie and let people look and say, Oh, oui, ici, maintenant, mm. le coupe. Le tasse, pizza, oui. Pour moi, si, pour tu. Ah, pour nous, si, pour nous. Pour nosotros, si. <laughs> si vous plaît, uh, gracias, wait a second. Mm. Sometimes I get my languages mixed up. In the sauce chat. <laughs> on Pod Save America. I thought I'd bring somebody in a bacon 
expert to see just what's going on ba- going on with bacon. I know I like to buy bacon at the store, and if I'm feeling fancy, maybe I'll go down to my local butcher and have him some fancy bacon. I rarely go to a pig farm and get the bacon, and I sure as hell don't take bacon and make it myself. I know some fancy people out there get a, ba- a pork belly and say, oh, I'm going to make my own bacon. Eww, look at me. Good luck with that, Johnny. I know some people do it. It's not that fun. I mean, if you're into that thing, but... So I'm bringing in bacon expert. His name is Virgil Slog. Try to get him on the phone here. Hey, Virgil. Mr. Slog, how's it going, man? Yeah, it's going good. Uh, Jenny, you know, it's about the time of year. we got a lot of piglets running around. So I don't have much time to spend, but I can, I'd be happy to help you out for a couple minutes here. On, uh, on what's your, your, your Pig Slut podcast? I don't know. What, what do you call this thing? Yeah, Sausage Hut podcast, Pig Slut, whatever. Whatever. I mean, when it comes to bacon, we're all Pig Sluts, I think, for the most part. So, But welcome to the welcome to the podcast, bro. Johnny, good to be here. I know it's a lot of people have, have questions about how they make bacon and things like that. And I try to clear things up. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of like, you know, how they have those cosmetologists on the on the TV talking about the stars. Yeah, like Neil deGrasse Tyson, he's talking about cosmetology and tries to explain complex physics to the the normal people. Yeah, John, that's what I try to do. I, I did get a major. I did major in the pork agriculture with a minor in human speaking or public speaking so I like to make complicated subjects sound simple to the average consumer well great Virgil and is it just a coincidence that your last name rhymes rhymes with hog and that's where bacon comes from well Johnny Virgil Slog is always high on the hog if you know what I'm talking about because I come from many generations of pig farmers and we know how to make bacon that's for sure and i know the euphemism is uh, making bacon but we seriously make bacon and then it, we wake up in the morning and we making bacon and then that night we go home and we're making even more bacon if you know what i'm saying <laughs> that's pretty funny <laughs> like your jokes so so virgil tell us what baking the what is the traditional baking making process i'm sure the traditional process is different from what they do in your bigger food factories that's that's very correct that's a great and i wish uh you got the, you got a motorcycle gang going by your plant yeah you know where i live there's goddamn bikers going around all the time revving their engines it seems like they think they make they're making their fucking dick bigger but it doesn't well you know i rode a bike for a little while and don't tell me yeah i did ride a hog because i'm virtual slog but, but I, I found that harley davidson's got to suck and he's always breaking down uh, and they make a lot of noise. So, anyway. yeah. So the traditional bacon making process. Yeah, the traditional baking making process. Johnny comes from bacon. You know, cured bacon. It was around before refrigeration came out. So pig farmers needed a way to keep their bacon from going from going bad in the in the winter and the spring and the, the summertime when they didn't. They said, "Hey, we can." Yeah, they made their bacon in the fall. Usually, you got your piglets born in the spring, and then they they fatten them up all summer, and then come come fall, it's it's time to 
slaughter them and start making your bacon and your pork chops and all that stuff we like best maybe take it to the county fair or something somewhere in the middle there so what you do is you know after you process your pig you got your you got yourself a pork belly right and so then you got to cure your pork belly and, and traditionally bacon is cured now cure just be basically means drying out to get rid of all the bullshit okay yeah I, I, I can see that if you just eat raw bacon there's probably things in there that you don't want to get in your body because it probably might make you sick. Yeah, trichinacea and all that stuff's coming to come at you one way or another. So it's just uh, it's something you got to you got to either cook it or get dried out or do something to get rid of all the bullshit. So what they usually do, they rub it with salt or you know some other seasonings in there and then give it some flavor and then just basically let it sit out for for a couple of weeks, a week or two. And, it dries out, and then maybe, you know, some people like to add sugar or maybe some more rub, uh, more spices or something like that. And, uh, yeah, basically just time. Time and salt is what dry cures your bacon. So, and, and after you after you cure your bacon, you, you bake, you, that's when you smoke it. So most bacon is cured and it is smoked. So you get your smoker. and Now there's different, like anybody can have a smoker at their own place. Right, but these if you go to a butcher shop, they usually have like a big old closet that has just basically wood and it smokes them up, right? Yeah, Johnny, that's basically I mean in the word there's so much that's uh that's basically what it is. So you got a you got a hog and then you got a cured bacon and then you want to smoke it to give it that smoky flavor and usually it depends on what you what different kind of uh different kind of wood you use. People use hickory or cherry, basically other any kind of wood that, that smokes well, you know, you know, you don't want to put something like pine in there. It it'd probably fuck everything up if you know what I'm saying. So uh dry, dry <laughs> and that actually helps cure cure the bacon as well. So if you if you didn't smoke if you didn't smoke the bacon at all, then you'd probably have to cure it for for another shit four weeks, maybe even a couple months. If uh, the you know, smoking process basically adds flavor and it speeds up the curing process, so uh, that's about basically uh, that's about all all you need to know about dry cured bacon, the traditional way of bacon. Now, if you go to go to the store and you get bacon from a bigger industrial type of place you're going to find that they have a, a more of a wet curing tradition like a wet cure now wet cure is where you just make a brine now brine is something just say you take salt and sugar and probably some bullshit like sodium nitrate and maybe other chemicals and seasonings and you mix it up in a brine and then you put the bacon in the brine to soak or maybe just inject it into the brine if you've got a big bacon injectors down at your food factory or something like that it all it's all kind of messy and gross but it basically gives you the same product so this you immerse it and then curing you know it's it's not taking as long so the cure gets then it cures faster and then after that cure then you smoke it for the regular way for for bacon and then uh, the taste is going to be about the same so it, now the bacon you get from industrial some of the wet smoking is it's going to be higher and it's going to be more moist and you know, lower in flavor i mean you want to dry cured me but if you're on the run and you got to go to the grocery store and all you can find is this big wet cured bacon and big big things there you're going to have to get it so that's it's just about the that's about 
what uh, you're going to find. And they, of course, the, the injected factory-made bacon is going to be a lot cheaper than your wet. So if you're rich and you live in a house, you know, you live on the good side of town, you go to your little boutique butcher down the street and they've been dry dry curing bacon for the last three months then you're going to pay them a lot more for per pound but they, you're not going to care because you're here living in the good side of town and you're you're making a bunch of money so fuck it all man yeah that's a, that's a good way to put it now i know that they've got different kinds of cuts of bacon you got way with slab the slab of bacon is not even cut at all well i mean it's cut just not in the slit in the slices and then i mean some people like a thick cut bacon and or maybe uh, and if you see like a center cut bacon now, I, I like using the center cut bacon for for my bacon explosions because it seems like they are those pieces of bacon are what do you call it it's it's consistent and when you're when you're making a bacon blanket, you want consistent cuts of bacon. And damn, these people across the street just won't shut the fuck up. Anyway, there's people across the street from me. Uh, wait, who am I? Who's talking? Wait, Johnny, are you talking or am I talking right now? I'm sorry, I'm talking right now. Center cut bacon is what you really want to use when you make a good bacon explosion. Now you can weave any bacon you want if. If you use the method of put a piece down and then turn the next piece over because it kind of 69s itself into one good piece of bacon. So, but the center cut bacon is really, it's, it's, it's close to the belly to the closer to the bone and it's fattier, but it's, it's definitely good. So yeah. And then there's, you got, whew, I mean, I don't know why I'm telling you this, but yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, John, you're doing good there. You got your hardwood, you, you can hardwood smoke bacon, you can double smoke bacon, you can have bacon. It's, uh, they, they call uncured. Now, uncured bacon is not necessarily uncured. It, it's, it's actually cured. Uh, it's just one of those things where it's just, it's not, it doesn't have the, the nitrates in it, nitrites, whatever nitrate. And those, you know, nitrates and nitrates are pretty bad for you. You just don't want to eat, be eating all that stuff all the time. Unless you are Canadian or something like that. Oh yeah. Well, speaking of Canadian, there's Canadian bacon too. Is that like not? That's not even. Is that even bacon? The Canadian bacon, something completely different, right? Isn't that just like a piece of ham? Well, I guess you could call it back bacon, depending on where you come from. It, it comes from the pork loin, and yeah, it has less fat than a pork belly, but it's also it, it, it's it's smoked and cured, and people love it up in up in Canada because it goes great with a a stack of flapjacks and some maple syrup, if you know what I mean, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But what about pancetta? Isn't that in the the family of bacon? It's it's something like bacon. It's, It's pork and something else, right? Oh yeah, Johnny Pancetta. It's uh, it's definitely worth mentioning. It's a, it's an Italian thing, where it, it's made from the pork belly. And the main difference between pancetta and bacon is pancetta is is only cured and it's not smoked. So basically, uncured bacon is going to get you some pancetta. And sometimes it's fancy. You like wrapping something up if you're trying to impress a girl on a date, and instead of making her bacon, you just make her uh, some pancetta. And I think that the seal is dealed, or the deal is sealed, as you know it, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, man, I, I that's I got to write that down. Make sure to buy pancetta instead of bacon, or both, maybe, maybe, maybe bacon wrapped pancetta. <laughs> yeah, so that's a lot. Uh, thanks for the information 
on on bacon and what goes into it. You, you, you just kind of take for granted when you go to the grocery store and you see all these things sitting there that they're just kind of born there and picked from a tree. But we all know bacon, phew, bacon ain't easy, man. <laughs> That's my line, Johnny. Uh, bacon ain't easy because you got to get the pigs. You got to have the pigs. You got to raise the pigs. You got to feed the pigs. You got to give pigs somewhere to eat you got to keep them happy sometimes you got to nurse them with a with a bottle if their babies are too small and then the mothers just say no i'm not raising this motherfucker myself so once you get them and then of course you, you try not to get too attached to them because you know it's coming come fall if you've ever seen the movie charlotte's web i think i think that pretty much explains it i i, I as a pig farmer charlotte's web's always been one of my favorite movies oh phew, me you and me both virgil that's something that goes way back for me ever since we started listening to it, watching it in, in like second grade and third grade and fourth grade and all the way through. I think we watched it every year because it was one of those springtime or fall time movies and all oh, the smorgasbord orchestra numbers, one of my favorite numbers, just to be a rat at night at the county fair when you get to eat all that garbage. Mm. I used to wish I was that rat. Now I'm just a big old rat myself. Hey, yeah, that's right. Uh, Zuckerman's famous pig. That's what they used to call me every every morning uh, when I went to school, and you know, because my name was Virgil Slog, and they just started me calling me Virgil Hog. And next thing you know, I'm Zuckerman's favorite pig or Zuckerman's famous pig. And sometimes I just had to whip out my hog and show them who the Zuckerman's famous pig actually was. Well, dude. I'm happy for you. I'm glad that, you know a lot of people just can't go whipping out their hogs most of the time, and to be confident enough to do that, especially if you're a pig farmer named Virgil Slog, because you're high on the hog, you got it all going for you, right? Especially when it comes to bacon explosion. Hey, you want to come to my bacon explosion party tomorrow? Well, Johnny, I'd love to, but you know we got to slap these goddamn hogs about three times a day, and from here back, basically here until late August, I'm gonna be working about seven days a week. So uh, maybe next time uh, you can have me over, and I'll be glad to come on down and show everybody have a little bacon bacon clinic right there in your uh, little hut there. That'll be fun for everybody. It certainly would. Thanks, Virgil Slog, high on the hog, breaking it down with the bacon in town. Love that stuff. Love that bacon. Of course, it's not good for you at all. <laughs> not good for your colon either. So don't eat too much of it. Pretty much eat one, eat bacon once a month and eat vegetables the other 29 days. So you heard it here first on the Sausage Hut Podcast because I'm always looking out for you because I'm always looking for your mom. Sausage Hut, coming at ya. I hope everybody's enjoying the NBA playoffs. I think I'm going to throw down some money on the NBA playoffs tonight. I did a, I did a gigantic five, five-leg in-game parlay the the other day for the Lakers game, and. Of course, any better any any betting person worth worth half of a grain of salt would say, "Well, why don't you just give them your money? Because you're that's a pipe dream, you know." <sighs> you know the the funny the fun part about betting sports betting 
is you can throw you can bet two dollars on somebody to win and then you win like three and a half dollars or you can bet two dollars on a five leg parlay and all of a sudden you're going to win $350 or $850. Of course, the chances of that happening are a lot smaller, but you know. So I had Dennis Schroeder off. I had Dennis Schroeder scoring 10 points, which he was, you know, he's pretty far down the bench these days. I had Dennis Schroeder with four assists. I had Draymond Green with eight rebounds i had lakers winning the first half golden state winning the second half is that five but actually the the two wins the two halves were only only counted as one so schroeder had came out he had he got his 10 points he only got two assists i think draymond ended up getting 10 rebounds and the lakers won the first half so i was like going into the second half i'm like i'm in i'm in good I'm in good shape here, and the bet was like fifteen hundred. I, I threw twenty dollars down, and it was going to be a fifteen hundred dollar payout. <laughs> you might as well just crumple up your twenty dollars and throw it out the window. But I quantify the the thrill I get out of it. So, and it was twenty bucks. Whatever. Luckily, I got three jobs, and I can afford to bet twenty bucks on something. So, I'm going to go into the night's game which would be last night's game by the time you hear this. And I'm going to do another four or five leg parlay on same game, same game parlay with golden state and the Lakers. It's three, one Lakers. I think Steph's going to be at home. I think he's going to go berserk, but I think everybody else thinks he's going to go berserk and drain threes and stuff like that. I think the, the, the line was like seven points. Like everybody thinks golden state's going to blow him out. So I might take, like Steph to score 30 <sighs> Golden State to win the first half and the second half Steph uh, five threes you know things like that you just pick them out and the more things you pick out the higher the higher it goes into the stratosphere so it's more fun that way I don't care if I bet five dollars and win six dollars whoopity goddamn do da I'm not a I'm not betting every day on stuff, so I'm just going to leave it right there for you. We're going to hit and quit it right there, buddy. Johnny Kabas on Twitter. I, I, I can't stand what Elon Musk has done to Twitter, but I'm still on Twitter, I guess. I haven't been on Instagram in a while. Keep meaning to. Seriously, if you do web design, I need somebody to redo it. I mean, do you want me to keep bitching about my website for the next year and a half? Anyway, you can find me if you need to find me. Hope you like these brand new Sausage Hut podcasts that I've been doing now. Six weeks in a row, something like that, five or six. I'll take it. Original music, all the music's done by me. This song's done by me. All the music you hear at the beginning is done by me. It rocks. It's intergalactic pudding funk. You're welcome. And I'll probably see you pretty soon somewhere else in the vast universe of absurd comedy, everybody. Nobody does it better than me. And the Sausage Hut.